0: The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And Dom, you're looking incredibly handsome it's today. It's about time, really. Yeah.
1: It's, it's taken a few years and the several thousand dollars, but we got there in the end.
0: Well, hang on. You're not Dom. Oh, you're... I always forget this. You're Mark Humphreys. I'm Mark Humphreys, yes. Uh, from the 730, Joe.
1: Oh, I don't know if you've heard there's been a slight change of plans at 730.
0: Oh, right. They wanted to get rid of all the serious reporting. So it's, yeah. It's it's, now just 100% satire. It's it's me all the time. (laughs) (laughs)
1: With a fortnightly sketch by Sarah Ferguson. (laughs) 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 She's very funny.
0: (laughs) Uh, So there was a palace coup. They couldn't stand you. Oh,
1: mate, I blame... Murdoch I <laughs> 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 uh, well, "Are you?
0: What you should have done Is you should have done What Russell Brand Has been doing For the last okay. sort of Nine months In oh, preparation Oh okay I
1: thought you were saying <laughs> I should have been doing What Russell Brand Was doing ten years oh, ago Oh yeah, No No no, 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 no. no, no <laughs>
0: I'm saying is And pre- prepare yourself By pivoting to the alt-right Yes In order to oh, Have nice. a Sort of sailing boat Once you get cancelled by Totally um, I've
1: played this all wrong
0: Yeah you've played this all wrong <laughs>
1: You're, I think you're absolutely right. I could have been the darling of the no campaign. <laughs> but
0: the thing that uh, Jenna Owen, you, the yes, person course. who we uh, performed with a lot in the past, uh, was saying yesterday about that whole Russell Brand thing was it's sort of like a chaser headline in a way because it's it, – and I was trying to write the headline this morning and going, oh, no, but it's just actually true, right? <laughs> Which is this guy is clearly tipped off that he's about to be exposed by the mainstream media for a whole lot of rapey activity that he's done. Mm-hmm. Right, and so he he pivots hard to this whole idea of well, don't trust the mainstream media. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, like, it's sort of and so preparing, inoculating right, his right, fan right. Sure. base, yeah, 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 from like oh well, now it's a conspiracy, <laughs> and then and then everyone's come out and like Andrew Tate has backed him, uh, Jordan Peterson. Musk, yeah, it, exactly. uh, he's in really good company. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. 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 It's
1: funny that now because I was talking to someone about this as well, and just just like I don't think this will make any impact on him. I think like hmm. he's got his audience now and they are loyal mm. uh, I think that's the environment we live in now that you kind of um, yeah he's not going to get any more sort of yeah, BBC gigs but I don't think he was doing those anyway I think mm. he sort of stepped away from that years ago and now we're sort of in a situation where it kind of doesn't matter what you do um, because as long as you're doing enough of the thing that your fan base likes you doing mm. so whether it be it you know uh, destroying democracy in Donald Trump's case or, something, yeah. <laughs> um, or um, you know I'm not, I'm not closely following Russell brand's current, you know, outlook. But But
0: let's just say what, a a string of BBC celebrities have done over the years. <laughs> a, yeah. It's a rich, they've got a rich, rich tradition. tradition. That's yeah. It. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: So um, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a great, <laughs> great way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a legacy. Yes.
0: So anyway, let's not talk about that on today's show. No. In, instead,
1: <sighs>
0: I'm going to, we're going to have an air break in a sec, but before that, I'm going to just pose to you a question so you can think about it during the air break, mm-hmm. which is, what would you do if you made $240 million in a hundred days. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Have you thought about it?
1: <laughs> well, although the listener has just heard an ad, I didn't hear an ad. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just went true. straight into the next segment. <laughs> so I haven't really thought about it, but let's let's work with that. Yeah. So $240 million. So, so at the end of 100 days of working, suddenly yeah, yeah. there's 240 million. It's
0: actually more minutes. like 102 days. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and and it's, it's actually it, it was two hundred and forty million dollars. It Now turns out it's probably more like about three hundred and ten million dollars. But we'll get to that. in a The second.
1: story is falling yeah. apart by the second. Yeah,
0: but, but the, the figure that, is
1: now half a billion
0: dollars. Yeah, it, well, it's sort of like between a quarter. Of, let's say let's say yeah, two hundred and fifty billion million dollars. So right. like a quarter of a billion dollars. Okay, say. So that's that's, do? that's US. So it's like you know maybe four hundred million Australian. What would you do with it? What would I do with that money? Yeah,
1: I've just always assumed I wouldn't have money. So I think oh, I just. Right. Uh, but what would you? Oh,
0: would you like? I know you're into cooking. Would you upgrade your kitchen? Oh yes. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't, I'd have to ask the would, landlord first. But um, <laughs> uh, I probably would. I'd buy a house. Buy a and house. then upgrade the kitchen. Oh well, that's
0: probably about yeah. four hundred million dollars worth right there. <laughs> Actually, you might be. You might need. I to might get need alone. a little bit more. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yes. No, I think you know, I'd buy. I'd buy a house and then uh, I'd go on a I'd go on a fat holiday. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's that's really it. And then I'm, I'm quite prepared to die at this point. I don't really. Yeah. I think I've achieved most
0: of what I wanted to do. In Life. So. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, so good. a
1: house, uh, a yeah. holiday, and death.
0: Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, well, um, why do you ask, Charles? The reason I ask is because in the last hundred days, this hacking group called the Lazarus Group, I don't know, have you heard I of it? I have them? not, no. They have made, well, they, they've hacked four big. Cryptocurrency exchanges and taken a total of 240 million US dollars, right? And, there's, and just like in the last couple of days, it's now merged that there is a fifth uh, site which is, they seem to have hacked between anywhere between like 55 million to 70 million dollars. Still, mm-hmm. still a little bit unclear, right? And what they've done is they've targeted these sort of crypto exchanges, this Atomic Wallet, CoinsPad, uh, Stake.com, CoinX, They're these sites. And what they are are they there, there are places where, I don't know, do you dabble in, in crypto? I don't dabble in crypto, yeah, no. no, no. Um, <laughs> but essentially – I barely d- – I,
1: I, I don't own a house. I don't dabble in real currency.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> One of the problems with crypto is that you have to remember all the passwords. Oh, for all yes. The, and, and if you don't have the passwords, you lose the money, mm. right? So you can't forget your PIN, right? Mm. And the, the actual sort of wallet IDs are like hundreds of characters long. So there's a whole problem with safely storing <laughs> your money, all right?
1: Wasn't this supposed to simplify currency? (laughs) Shut up.
0: Anyway, so what has grown up is that people go, well, I don't want to do that. Why don't I hand the money over to a trusted institution like you would with your money to a bank? Mm. And they can look after all that thing so it's all safe, right? And the whole point is all these trusted institutions are just literally like somebody on an iPad setting up a WordPress website, right? Mm -hmm. And so they don't know the first thing about banking security. And so if you're a sophisticated hacking group, like Mm. these Lazarus people are, who've been around for years, you just go, okay, well, I don't know, I'll guess the password of the admin (laughs) who runs this site. And very quickly, you can break in and you just steal everything. Mm -hmm. And there's no... Like there's no, there's no proper controls like there are – because it's all decentralized finance. It's all like literally once you have the password, that's all you need. You can just transfer the money anywhere. So that's – so it's the perfect grip, right?
1: <laughs> I feel like you are half an hour away from abandoning the whole chase of the thing yeah. and just going into crypto hacking.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. No, well, it, it just seems so easy. It seems like, you know, a fools are not to. Right? And But the funny thing about this is so – the Lazarus Group have, as I said, been around for many, many years. Like they they first rose to prominence sort of probably about sort of five or six years ago. We'll get to that in a second. Mm. But in 2020, they pivoted their activities. So they were, they used to just go and hack these big companies and big organizations and things like that. And it wasn't just crypto. They, they were hacking like respectable companies. But then in 2020, they pivoted and 100% of their hacking started being these DeFi crypto sites. Do you know about but, DeFi? This is a foreign language. So, the problem with the centralised exchanges is they kept on being hacked, right? Like, like that has happened in the last 100 days, mm. right? And so, for a while there, there were all these decentralised finance sites, right? Which was all about going no, 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 you shouldn't trust anyone with your actual passwords and details of these things because they'll just either lose it to hackers or they'll just run off with the money themselves. Like, for example, you know, the FTX scam oh, where, yes, yes. where this guy got a whole lot of the money and pretended that he was investing it, but he was just spending the money and mm-hmm. just stealing it. Right? So... Decentralised finance was all around the idea of what we'll do is we'll create watertight decentralised contracts, so essentially crypto versions of contracts, where you give us your money and then we'll give you another password that locks that money in so we can't actually do anything other than you know, like whoever's got the password to this contract about what's holding the money, that's the thing. So instead of having like tons of passwords, you've got like one central password that only you know Mm -hmm. that unlocks all your different contracts, right? So the reason why the Lazarus group then decided, okay, that's the way to go, we're going to hack all those things, is because inside these blockchain contracts, essentially these sort of watertight contracts that meant that nobody could defraud you, there are a whole lot of just simple programming errors that made them extremely... Extremely hackable, really easily. So it's just been like manna from heaven. Like, and it was. It's there was this analysis which said uh, every four days there was thirty-six million dollars worth of these decentralized finance contracts just being hacked through errors, like people just spotting errors in the way they'd been constructed, which enabled them to sort of be stolen from.
1: Funnel through, yeah. Yeah. Um, Great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I guess to to re-answer your original question. I guess I would uh, spend uh, my the rest of my life in hiding. Uh, I think so. <laughs> no, but you don't have to because
0: there's no, it's all anonymous. It's all anonymous. Like, like, this is the brilliance of these crypto things. You just wash through, there's a thing called a uh, wash trade where you just send it to hundreds of thousands of different email addresses over the course of a few seconds. Mm hmm. And then everyone loses loses track of where the money is gone, <laughs> and take it takes years to <laughs> track it. By which time, I don't know, you've bought yourself an island or something.
1: Sure, no, I've always thought the island thing was overrated, but that's uh, well, that's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You've you got yourself you, a new kitchen. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. a kitchen island. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Very> <laughs> nice.
0: So, if you are on the other side of this hacking trade, I'll just reassure our listeners. If right. you, so
1: now you're asking me, what would I do if I lost uh, two hundred million? Yeah, yeah, days. Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the point is, it's all right because CoinX, which is. The latest hacking victim has suspended all the withdrawals from their accounts The basically said we don't have any <laughs> Because money there's later. no money in there. That's a great way of framing it. This morning they have assured customers that they will return their money to them in full
1: and uh, I think, like rest assured we're now going to go hack somewhere else <laughs> exactly. the, the yeah
0: that, um, so, so do we believe that do you we, can bank that you can it? yeah, go yeah, to the yeah bank that's and, good yeah
1: i you know what made me laugh recently is i was uh, i was looking into something to do with superannuation recently where i think amp and another company had been found that some of their accounts because there's there's like a there's now a benchmark there's like a regulatory there's like a i think it's a government imposed standard that um super annuation funds now need to reach, and if they don't uh, reach it, hmm. the uh, <laughs> the actual fund, the actual company that you have your super in, is required to send you a letter which explicitly says, "We advise you to change funds." Oh, <laughs> like, really? I just thought what an extraordinary thing that would yeah. be to receive that letter. Just <laughs> dear Mister Humphreys uh, hi, it's it's AMP, your superannuation <laughs> fund We advise you to not
0: <laughs> bank with, <laughs> bank with <Yeah>. us. <laughs>
1: So, but so it just reminds me of getting that sort of letter. Like, yeah, we're yeah. going to get the money, to, but this is just sort of saying, no, just get out. Just yeah, just, just get out
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad uh, they ha- the government hasn't got involved in, in regulating the satire industry. So I imagine <laughs> that we would be required oh to write to all chaser readers. To go, That's know, it. And we advise you to swap satire <laughs> providers immediately. <laughs>
1: Everyone who has a Patreon is yeah. going to be really like, oh my God. Gonna... The return on investment, <laughs> your support for the
0: chaser, is, you know we calculate is one laugh per million dollars.
1: All right. Well, that's tomorrow's article. Then.
0: Um, the reveal to this is the Lazarus Group, right? So what what would you do with the money? You'd use it to upgrade your kitchen. That's what we've decided. The here. Lazarus Group, what they do with the money oh. is they give it all yeah. to the North Korean government. Oh,
1: I did not right. see that coming.
0: <laughs> so the whole thing is they, this elite, they're, they're probably the best hackers in the world. They're the people who did the Sony hack back in um, oh,
1: right. 20, like oh, eighteen. oh okay,
0: with the, over that Seth Rogan yes, movie. Yes, Do yes. you remember that? Yeah, of that? course. Yes, uh, the Dictator. Mm. I It was called and and it was or oh, was
1: it called, no? Well, the Dictator was the oh, no. Sacha Baron Cohen. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Yes. What
0: was it called? It was. It was the one about the plot to kill Kim Jong-un. But the whole point was, and actually there's a really good podcast on the BBC called The Lazarus Heist, which is very worth uh, listening to. Far more coherent than this podcast. (laughs) But it goes through the history and they talk to all the people, including at Sony, who had been hacked. Mm. And just the experience of realizing all your mundane office emails are out on the dark web for everyone to pick over and all the sort of gossip between executives about you know what prima donnas all the you remember that all the celebrities were there was just shit tons of just completely collateral damage oh done. Wow. yes sure yeah. yeah but you just you just
1: hit on an interesting idea for a podcast which is uh, a, a poorly remembered uh, retelling <laughs> of some other podcast so you know like you like it's, it's like yeah. a, it's like it's like a recap podcast of chat ten looks three, and it's like chat three looks three, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So then Lee said something about uh, I can't remember, but uh, then Annabelle that was very funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, obviously you're not acquainted with this podcast. <laughs> if you think this is a new idea, yeah, yeah. No, because the, because, well,
1: that's it. Because I I actually host the recap po- po- podcast of this podcast, but oh, I don't that. listen to this podcast, <laughs> yeah, that's so that's right, where yeah. it falls over.
0: Yeah. So they give their money to the North Korean government. And so that's what it'll be used on. It'll be used on funding the activity. And $240 million in North Korea goes a long way. <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, think of all the missiles I could fire into the ocean now. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's it's the...
0: been a good week for for, for North Korea. About they, time. They, they got the Russia arms deal. They're yeah. selling arms to Russia. Good for them. <laughs> and
1: they got $240 million. I really did not see that North Korean twist coming.
0: That's mm. um, Basically, mm. if
1: you don't secure your funds, you are funding mm. uh, totalitarian regimes. Yeah.
0: So think about it. Which is why uh, my, you know, like if you're asking me what I would spend $240 million Charles, on, what would you
1: spend $240 million on?
0: I'd spend it on upgrading my internet security.
1: <laughs> and now it's time for an ad for McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. exactly. <laughs>
0: usually we just usually email people about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our gear is from Roe. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you tomorrow.